good day and welcome to Holding Fast. It's wonderful to welcome you to the podcast today. I trust that your anchor is gripped firmly to the Word of God. It's only there that you'll find the direction that you need for life. And been talking recently uh, with others that have been wrestling with uh, decisions to make in life and choices that need to uh, shape probably the trajectory of the rest of their life and wanting to get some wisdom and some guidance from the Word of God regarding biblical decision-making. And uh, I want to spend this podcast and tomorrow's podcast uh, talking about this very real issue that the Bible has a lot to, to talk about. And so we're going to give you, I'm going to give you a few pointers to keep in mind when you're making those big decisions in life, or even small decisions should be shaded by this. But I want to give you some direction, some guidance from the Word of God that has been a help to me personally in my life, and of which I've been able to counsel other people as well as they wrestle with the things that that uh, are really important to them right now. I think, obviously, wrestling with decision-making begins with real a real willingness to submit your intentions to God's perfect will and humbly follow His direction. I don't think you're going to be able to go much further unless your life is actually uh, bent in a way that's going to trust Him to submit your intentions because a lot of times the things that we think we need the most are that which can bring us greatest harm. A lot of times we have difficulty separating from what we really want from what God wants. Uh, And we have to come to a position where we're ready to hear what the Lord's intentions are for us. Uh, That we have that brokenness, that humility to be able to say, as our Lord did, uh, not my will, but yours be done. Uh, That's so vital. The problem is most of us don't know how to figure out God's will in every decision that you face. Especially those big life-altering decisions that... Uh, can cause you to lay awake at night in bed and just all the scenarios and the what-ifs might run through your mind. Can I give you a few steps today and tomorrow to to lay out a spiritual roadmap for biblical decision-making? These, of course, probably are not original with me, and there's more things that could be said about this, but I think that these are places that you have to start in order to be able to be pleasing to the Lord in uh, in your choices that you make. Uh, I know there have been times in my own life where you just wrestle through some things that have been, uh, you, you had uh, desires or goals or plans, you know, that objectives or choices that you needed to make that were so uncertain, and, and you really wrestled with that. And I think the very first place that you have to begin in making biblical decisions or Uh, decision-making steps is number one to begin with prayer. Frame your whole attitude in one of trust and obedience. Uh, Committing the decision uh, to prayer is so vital. Jeremiah 29 11 the prophet Jeremiah reminds and not to take this out of context that 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 often happens but Jeremiah did remind his people that in the midst of their turmoil in their life he said he knows the plan for I know the plans that I have for you declareth the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future 
that God's purposes for his people were good and not something that was designed to make their life miserable or to drag them into something kicking and screaming that they didn't desire. Uh, God is not there to try to make your life miserable. He is there to make your life usable. Um, And that's what Spurgeon said, seek not to be great, but to be truly useful. God has a purpose in or arranging things and orchestrating circumstances in your life. There is no reason to be fearful in decision making when you're secure in the knowledge that God has your best interest in mind. The question for you today is, is that your mental state? Is it your understanding to know that God is, as Romans 8.28 says, working all things out for your good and his glory. So begin with prayer. Commit that thing that's on your heart right now to the Lord. Saturate it with times of meditation, um, times of submission, times of willingly saying, Lord, uh, I don't want my will. I want yours to be done. Please uh, make uh, symphonize those things in my life together so that I might know your perfect will. So begin with prayer. Number two, I would suggest that you really define what your decision is that you need to make. Uh, oftentimes, our choices that we make in life are of a moral nature, and they're not really difficult sometimes to to be able to work your way through or see your way, way clear to do what's right. It's actually a little easier to discern the will of God in those moral issues because most of the time you're going to find some kind of clear direction in the Word of God as to what He expects from you. You never have to pray. If you have if you have more month than your check left, you never have to pray about going uh, going to the Lord and saying, is it your will that I rob this bank? Because we know that moral issues are often very clear and we don't even need to pray about it. But if God has revealed his will in scripture, your only response is to obey. There are some issues that do require the application of broader biblical principles. Uh, Sometimes the direction is harder to distinguish. Maybe you're making a choice that's not really a moral issue about uh, what vehicle you're going to buy or which which, uh, service you're going to lend to the Lord, give to the Lord. Uh, and so sometimes those aren't as big an those are a little bit more difficult issue. But I would remind you this that Psalm 119, 105, the Bible says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God's word will always either directly or indirectly give you the wisdom you need to make right decisions. So you define that decision and you lay it out before the Lord and you prayerfully ask him to give you the answer that you need, which brings us to number three, a third step in biblical decision making. And that is to be ready to accept and obey God's answer. This is the hard part, is it not? Do we realize tonight, today that, that uh, prayer is not to change the heart of God, but to bring us into conformity with his will? It's unlikely that God is going to reveal his plan to you or whether you'll even be aware enough to understand it if he knows that you're already set in your will on a certain direction that you're going to take or a choice that you're going to make. Uh, he, if he knows that you're not going to obey, then it is unreasonable for us to expect that God is going to make it apparent. 
Uh, it's absolutely essential, dear friend, that you be completely submitted uh, to the will of God. That when your will is humble and fully submitted to the master, then you really can have confidence that he's going to illuminate your paths. And you know what? There's a wonderful security in knowing that that's what the Lord is going to do, that I don't have to worry about tomorrow because he's going to take care of it. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Um, Seek his will literally, in all that you do. And he's going to make your path straight. He's going to show you the right path to take. So when God continues to close door after door on what you think you need right now, it's safe to say that that is not what he has in mind for you right now. It's important to bear that in mind. Number four, exercise faith. Remember that the decision-making is a process that often takes time. You may have to resubmit your will over and over again, waiting on God's timing, listening to Him throughout the process, exercising that faith that He knows what's best. You know, faith does please God. Hebrews eleven six says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because the one who comes to Him the scripture says, must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So exercise faith. The Lord is pleased when you patiently wait on his timing. Number five, the last one for today, is look for a concrete direction. Begin investigating gather together information, find out what the Bible says about that situation, uh, gain practical and personal information that relates to that decision, and, and write down what you learn. God will never counsel you to do something that His Word clearly forbids. He's never going to leave you in a direct, lead you in a direction that is going to make you worse off than what you were before. God always has great purposes designed for His people if we would seek His face and trust His Word. God bless you today. I don't know what choice you're making right now. I don't know what decision is in front of you. But I have confidence in our God to know that His will is perfect and that He will give the wisdom needed to make the choice that really matters. God bless you today. Walk with Him and keep your eyes fixed on Christ.